What is up? Welcome back to the 3C Podcast. It's Monday and you know what that means. We're post-launch. It's a new day for the juice. I'm fired up. I'm bringing Elena on the podcast today because we are talking about things that she is thinking about and how she is researching content on our platform to make her life easier, to make her better in her role. Some shout outs of some brands that are doing some great things with their content. We're going to bring some perspective of the individuals at The Juice, people in their roles, content that they're loving, that we're finding, and we're going to bring it all to you in one happy podcast. Thank you so much for everyone that showed us some love last week during our launch. The social engagement was out of control. So if you are out there, if you attended the launch party, if you signed up to be a new member, if you tweeted at us, we're all playing catch up right now. But I want to say thank you so much, sharing some gratitude to all of you. I'm fired up about the passion around what we are building. There's so much opportunity ahead. So why don't we deliver a podcast to put a little cherry on top of this incredible week that we've had and hopefully all of you have had too and it's the start of a new week so let's go hit that subscribe button leave a review tell a friend about the 3c podcast if you think we're doing a good job now let's kick it to the conversation what is up everyone welcome back to the podcast we are coming off the heels as we record this of our launch day yesterday and I've got Elena on the podcast, so we'll probably spend some time up front talking about that experience because this is the first conversation I've had since the dust has settled. But today, what, what we want to do is focus in on kind of a new series of going around to all of the Juice employees and talk about how they are using the platform to research, learn, get better in their roles, the type of content that they're consuming, brands that they have been learning from. So we're going to be doing that for the uh, next few weeks, uh, an idea of Elena's. So I figured, hey, let's have her on to be the first guest to talk about it. But without further ado, Elena, first day after launch, how are you? Doing well. Definitely tired. <laughs> it was a long day. We put in some long hours, but it was definitely worth it. We had an incredible turnout, both online and in person at our company launch party. So I think all in all, it was better than expected and we had pretty high expectations. So that's saying a lot. What do you say is kind of your primary takeaway after like the build up to it, early access to the platform, doing kind of the momentum build? doing the big company splash. Here we are, everybody doing the event. Like, do you have any things that you're thinking about or primary takeaways from just the past day or several weeks, I guess? Yeah, that's a good question. I think one thing I'm thinking about just with my growth marketer brain is I'm constantly trying to figure out how to get potential members to see the value sooner. And since we've had a lot of momentum building online, via organic and advertising and emails, trying to portray the value of the juice to marketers and, and sales pros. I think what I'm learning is just how different that can be for certain people, but like there are themes in terms of like that light bulb moment when you realize how it can help you at your work. And then, but the growth side of that is like figure out how to get different types of people to see the value that 
they need the most out of the juice, if that makes sense. So like some people are going to use it more proactively. Some people are going to use it more reactively as like, a oh, I need a quick resource for this thing that just came up. And some people are going to use like the recommendations that come from the juice to stay ahead of the game and to keep up with their peers. And anyway, so I guess I'm just learning how crucial and complicated it can be to kind of figure out what those val- the value prop is for different audiences and then how to get that message across as quick as possible. And even last night at the party, it was interesting talking to different types of marketers and realizing when they had that, like that light bulb moment of what the juice can do for them and what it took to get them to that moment. So still yeah. Yeah. And I I can relate. I think it's kind of our jobs as the marketers to get people educated, get them to understand the value props. I think one of my takeaways was we built this thing and we think it's really helpful and it doesn't cost anything for anyone to join. And the expectation was for me was just like, oh yeah, once we say this, like people just join. And I think kind of taking a step back and being like, you know what, that's really not how it works, no matter how cool we think our thing is um, and how helpful we think it can be for people, but kind of take a step back and do what we've been doing. It's like create content, try to build the brand, try to get people to trust us, understand what we're doing and what we're building. And then I think over time, more people will come in and share perspective, feedback, use the platform for a bunch of different use cases and Um, We'll build off of that. So I think for me, it's kind of the putting a monitor on like my ambition and how great I think what we're doing is and kind of just saying, you know what, like this isn't going to happen overnight. Let's just keep doing what we're doing. So I share in that perspective. (laughs) Yeah, it's just to put a fine point on it. If anyone listening is working at a startup, It's just so important to remember that you're spending 40 plus hours a week thinking about this product and the people that show up to your launch party, for example, have maybe spent four seconds thinking about the product when they first show up. So, I mean, that's a huge difference and it's just so easy to get caught up in what we know and to forget that everyone else has very little context for what we've been working on. So, yeah, it's, it's quite interesting. (laughs) Uh, it, it is quite interesting. And so maybe a good place where we can be helpful is just talk about maybe how we're using the platform. And I think a, an interesting use case is just around research. I know um, as I've prepared and started to think about different things that I want to do, I'll just go in and it's it's hard. We're training ourselves differently. Trainers, we've done this for so long where we've just opened up a browser, gone to Google, searched for it, and dealt with all of the navigating through all the unhelpful stuff, clicking different pages, landing on a page, maybe having to fill out a form, dealing with the sales call, maybe not dealing with the sales call, then eventually getting our resource. So we're used to dealing with that. That's like normal, like content consumer in B2B. So for me, it's like, okay, well, now I work at a company that's building something where you don't have to do that. So I think we've all internally kind of reminded ourselves that we don't need to do it the old way. Now we've got a product that we're working on. And so I, when my mindset shifted and I've become more comfortable with the fact that we have a product for this, I'm using it to kind of type in things, learn, gather perspective from different um, thought leaders, different brands in the space. 
I know research from your perspective, Elena, is a big value driver that you think members, if they if they understand like the value of it up front, then they'll get on and they'll learn a ton. So maybe as like before we dive in specifically to how you're using it, talk a little bit about just like research, kind of what we're doing with our platform and how it can be helpful for the audience out there. Yeah. So I would say for those who haven't looked at the platform broadly, just so you know, the actual features, there is a search feature on the juice. So you go there when you say, maybe you're looking for social media marketing statistics. You search for that. You see what brands come up. You see what kind of content comes up. And then you kind of sort through it and figure out what you need. And as I'm sure, you know, as I know Brett's been talking about on all these episodes, once you're a member, anything you do click on after that is un- ungated. So that's the basic experience if you haven't tried it already. And unlike Google, you can filter by podcasts, guides, reports, all of the different, like most common B2B media types, which is really helpful to me because I, at least in my role, I find myself not using audio and video, which I know is kind of not the norm, but a lot of times I'm looking for more data-centric resources. And so I'm, I'm going straight for the reports. So to be able to kind of filter through all of the top brands in the B2B space and quickly find all of their reports on social media marketing, for example, is really saving me a lot of time. And I think whether you're in-house or at an agency, I think the time-saving factor and also, like you said, not getting all the sales calls and whatever that comes with filling out forms on other websites. I mean, that's really going to speed up people's research, I think. For sure. And so I think just as, as I'm thinking about this conversation, I think it's good to put like a, a lens around it based on what you do in, in your role. And I think what's going to come out of this episode, it's if, if I were thinking about packaging it up and promoting it outward, it's going to be somewhat of a a use case on how to use the juice. It's going to be somewhat of a, a product marketing centric and focused conversation. But I think that makes sense because Elena, you are kind of growth slash product marketing, kind of wearing both hats. Maybe just before we dive into like how you're searching for brands and what you're learning, maybe do you, in case we've got some new listeners who haven't been there since day one, um, maybe talk about like your role at the juice, like the things that you're responsible for and what you're doing. Yeah. So the short version, like you said, is I'm doing growth and product marketing and that's all very centered around our membership. So I'm trying to figure out, like I said earlier, I know what the value of the juice is, but putting that into words and then getting that message out to the right audiences, the right time um, so that we can get as many marketing and sales pros on the platform to start getting the full value out of the juice and then just continually optimizing the messaging for that whole funnel for all of those different audiences and every all things marketing that go with driving that membership and creating some retention too. So that's what I'm doing at the juice. Can you share maybe like uh, during we, so we started on the same day. We, we are employees Two and three, we don't know who's two, who's three. Maybe like at some day we'll have a, a rock, paper, scissors for the, the two spot. But can you maybe describe just in your role, getting members on the platform, helping promote the product? Like we've all kind of had some breakthroughs along the way. Has there anything stood out to you like some significant moment 
experiment experiments that you've been running things where you were like, okay, like this has led me to something that maybe I can focus on, or maybe do something different to help kind of make our audience understand like what we're doing a little better. Can you describe maybe one of those moments? Yeah, I would say early on, we were testing a lot of messaging that was based on the features of the juice that we were building out. And we figured out that what resonated the most out of the different messages was that forms are super frustrating and everyone hates filling them out. Um, Marketing forms specifically, so gated content. And finding a more informal, real way to describe that experience really, really helped with waitlist acquisition in like Q1 and Q2. So honing in that message on like our advertising channels and talking about filling out your last form ever is something we've kind of run with once we figured out that that was going to drive people to be interested and sign up for the waitlist at the time. And then now people are actually signing up for the platform with that message. So yeah, that was, that was one of the things that we were testing on the growth side in terms of growth and product, in terms of messaging, and we've used it since. And what's fun about this one is the fact that I think that is a story that kind of hit all facets of our company and people like grabbed the whole of it. And for me as like the brand marketer, I was like, okay, this is it because we have stated who our enemy is and based on Jonathan's hundred conversations with marketers, my conversations weekly with new marketers. Like I know this is an enemy that is an enemy and people do not like marketing forums. So by us going all in on that, promoting the enemy or not promoting, but talking smack about the enemy outward and then you driving it through copy in our growth campaigns, I think it was a moment that we all as the business kind of aligned around something. And it wasn't around something that we thought was good for us. It was something that we knew the market was thinking about. Yeah, exactly. And like that people have a more visceral reaction to it because of how annoying those long marketing forms are and everything that comes with it. Like we've talked about the sales calls and everything. So yeah, finding exactly like what you said, something that people really get emotional and frustrated about is how you more quickly get them to realize that you are solving their problem with this new tool. 100%. So everyone out there who's listening should understand Elena's role, what she's thinking about, what she's responsible for. Now bring in the juice, bring in research. I'd love to know topics based on your role you are searching for right now. Yeah. So I recently have found myself more than my my past roles at, at other companies. I've been in social media and I've been in email a lot more than I was previously. So in order to kind of fill the gaps of, you know, figuring out what I don't know or finding new strategies, I have been using the juice to research email subject lines specifically and I'd say social media marketing more broadly to understand the channels a bit better. And the juice, I mean, obviously I'm quite biased here, but I've found it to be very helpful. Email subject lines, for example, I know what's interesting to me and what's going to get me to open an email, but I've been unsure that like what motivates me is what motivates a lot of other people to open an email. So started researching last week, email subject lines and 
came across this really great tool actually from CoSchedule that you put in the subject line that you were considering and then they kind of like grade it for you and tell you what's good about it, statistically speaking, like what's not, what you could add that might help. And it's obviously not like humans are humans. You can't fully predict how an email subject line is going to work. Nonetheless, it like trained me up in that moment with that tool on generally speaking, what works for email subject lines to kind of confirm or disprove what I was planning to use for my subject lines. And so far, like the emails have been getting opened at a pretty nice rate since I started using that tool. And that was all thanks to a quick search on the juice. So that's, that's just one example, but it's email marketing and social media, I would say. So shout out CoSchedule, shout out Ben and team. I was fortunate to jump on Actionable Marketing Podcast. They have a great show. So if you're a listener of this podcast, this is the recommendation. Go check out that podcast. And I love that story. Now, as I'm thinking about it, and this is hard because we're not trying to hype our stuff, but we're going to kind of hype our stuff. Before, Before you like searched in the the juice, like I would imagine before you type, just typed in, would type into Google, like email subject lines, and you would probably never have found CoSchedule's post. But the fact that we're bringing content from B2B brands who are thinking about the same types of things we're thinking about on a regular basis, your experience with our product kind of cut through the noise and allowed something as helpful as their subject line generator or feedback, whatever it's called, um, kind of hit you and you're able to use that. Is that kind of an accurate description of just the experience of what you've been experiencing with the juice and kind of previous? A hundred percent. I would have previously, I would have Googled it. I would have seen four ads at the top of Google guarantee one or yeah, one of them would have been HubSpot and then like three other heavy hitters with big marketing budget, nothing against them, but that's what would have happened. And then below that would be like five articles that are just stuffed with SEO keywords about subject lines, but probably don't have any as much like meaty information or actionable takeaways for me. They're just like populating because they have the right keywords. So I think that would have been my experience previously. And like you said, I, I would be surprised if this tool would have ranked on Google just because it's, it's not a blog. And so it doesn't have those as many SEO keywords. So it was a very, very different experience in a much better way. Yeah. And I, so, some feedback that I've got that was surprising was that there's this like vibe and feeling within the marketing space based on a few conversations that I had last week that I wasn't necessarily expecting, but just this perspective that all of us are spending all of this money and dumping in all of our budgets and money into these big behemoths as in Google and Facebook and we're just doing it and we keep doing it because that's all we know. So like any other options we can have to get our content, um, make it accessible to the right people at the right time, like I'm here for. And like I never really thought about it that way. Like I've always been thinking about it from the, well, the things on Google are there because they, you know, tricked an algorithm and they're up there. But then there's also this component where it's like it's impossible to place because people with bigger budgets are going to continue to dump their money in there so they can remain in the spot and stay there for the end of time. Right, exactly. And no one goes past the first page. So if you're really not in those top four spots, you're really not going to get any attention. And I just, I think there's a place for SEO. You know, people have very specific questions that 
if they just need a direct answer, it's good to rank for that stuff. There's nothing wrong with it. But I think the juice is going to help sales and marketing professionals that are trying to go deeper on a subject and quicker and with less friction. No doubt about it. What have you found? You mentioned co-schedule, but what what do you what have you found that brands are doing when you like navigate in the juice, click around and you're consuming some content? Like what do you think? What are brands doing to be helpful in your content, in their content? Have you had any observations so far? Yeah, I, I had a great experience yesterday, actually. I was looking through my library on the juice for something and came across a piece of content that I forgot I even bookmarked. So it was saved in my library and the title caught my attention probably now for the second time. And I went back to it and it was this great report, or really it was more of a guide by Marpipe, which I didn't, I don't even remember hearing about them. And I actually bookmarked the piece of content and still felt like I was learning the brand for the first time. So as a side note, I think that goes to show like you need multiple touch points with a new brand before you even remember what it is. But anyway, Marpipe had this really great guide called multivariate, multivariate testing for startups, which sounds pretty dense, but I have to say like as the growth marketer, trying to test via advertising and never having worked at a startup before, even though it's like a pretty data heavy specific piece of content because it's only for startups and multivariate testing is kind of dense in and of itself. It was super helpful. And I think it was because it was specific to me because we're at a startup and it was very step-by-step for a complicated issue. And I'm hoping that the juice more broadly starts to encourage content marketers to go after those niche focuses because now you can truly, with the juice, get in front of the, in front of the right people at the right time. So you can actually show your company value, even doing content that's really niche, because you can prove that it got in front of the right people at the right time. And and so you don't have to chase quality and like big topics as much. So I would say the the takeaway from that is just, I found a piece of content that was really aimed at someone like me, which is probably not a huge audience, but that made it way more helpful. I, I, I love it. And we just, it a trigger goes off into my brain about the launch event we had in the panel yesterday. And there's so much of the conversation was around it not, it not needing to be a volume game with content marketing. And I think what you just said is so true. It's like focusing in on topics that are specific. Who cares if it doesn't, you know, get, you know, 50,000 people to that post, but if it gets, you know, a couple hundred and they're the right people, and then they can get on a podcast and talk about this, how helpful this content is. Like, I think that's powerful. So I think that's something we're talking a lot about and just it's being validated. It's like, don't get caught up in the volume game, like get focused and get specific. So I love to hear that. Let's maybe, I'd love to maybe get your perspective for anyone that is using the juice, haven't used the juice, like just advice that you have for, for any individuals that regarding just like searching for stuff that is going to resonate with them. Yeah. I think my first tip would be start broader right now. There's a ton of content on the juice of all different media types. And I think starting broad with your searches can help you get a feel for that. And truth be told, I mean, we're trying to be transparent through this whole process. Like we have what, 50,000 plus pieces of content on the juice. At the same time, Google has millions of 
websites that it links to. So don't expect your search experience to be the same as Google. Like if you type a very, very long, what I've found is that if you type a very long question into the search, like the juice isn't really at that point yet where we can handle, uh, or we're not going to find anything that's relevant to like a very long search term at this point, but there's still really good content on there to be found. And then I guess my other piece of advice based on the story I just told with that content piece from Marpipe, use the bookmark and the favoriting options on pieces of content, on brands that you find, because I don't know about you guys, but my, my memory is really not very good. And I forgot I even saved that piece of content from Marpipe and I forgot who Marpipe was, but because I used the bookmark, I was able to stumble across it again and be pleasantly surprised again. And for them, that's a really great brand experience. But more importantly for me, that's going to help me. And I actually sent that piece of content over to another growth marketer that's with High Alpha because I was like, oh, this is relevant to them too. I'm glad I saved this. So use those bookmarking and favoriting tools on the juice because if you're in a hurry at all, which basically every marketer is always in a hurry, then you're going to forget. And those tools are really helpful. Uh, I just, uh, I, I can't stop thinking about how many times Marpipe was mentioned on this podcast. Free promotion, free promotion because they created really helpful content and Elena as the growth slash product marketer found it super beneficial. And now we're talking about it on the podcast. To me, it, it makes, a, it seems like it makes a lot more sense to invest in the specific helpful content instead of just pumping money through a bunch of content syndication programs where people don't really care and they're getting hit with your message. So these are the things we're thinking about and talking about at the juice. We're still a long way from completely evangelizing like the possibilities of what we're doing, but I thought this would be a good conversation to kind of get you all who are listening, who now that the juice is live can understand like what are the possibilities and how what we're building can be helpful for you. Before I let you go, Elena, as we record this, we had launch yesterday. Today, we have another launch. We're launching a new feature, which I think people will like. I like it because it allows for consolidation. There's so much content, and I love how this feature really focuses in and brings content together. Maybe talk about the feature and how people can use it. Yeah, I'm excited too. So we're launching playlists, which... We all know what a playlist is. It's a grouping of related content. And that's exactly what it is on the juice too. So our playlist launched today and we're starting out with a handful. It will only grow from here, but we were just really excited to get this particular piece of the product out. So we started with several different playlists that have different topics. So one would be the one Brett put together That's B2B marketing sucks, stories from people fixing it. That one I would say has a nice, it's quite aspirational and has a lot of really good content marketing thought leaders. We also have some more technical playlists, I would say. Like we have a great one about marketing cloud. So if you're considering using marketing cloud from Salesforce, it's kind of just a a good entry level. Here's everything you need to know about marketing cloud. But we also have a guide to hybrid work uh, playlist. And then we also have one that's about all of the different data privacy changes that have happened over the last year, which that one's probably my favorite just on the growth and product side, because I find it to be so difficult to understand all of that privacy stuff and to have several resources 
that are all related to that put in one place for me to just deep dive into is super helpful. And it's really kind of like self-led training. That's the phrase I've been using for playlists because like you said, Brett, there's so much content out there. And my biggest problem is setting aside time to go through it. And I feel like playlists help me make decisions faster about what content to consume. And I'm just going to start finding playlists that are relevant to my work and just working my way through those to train myself up on different topics. I love it. I hope everyone enjoyed this conversation, giving you a look at not only the people at the Juice, the roles that they're in, how they're thinking about things, but how we are using our platform to make our lives better, research, learn from the market. So Elena, well done. Thank you for being the guinea pig. I'll have to figure out who's going to be on next week, but we'll, we'll snipe someone and bring them back on. But great start. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, Brett. I love hearing that use case, hearing the brands and what they're doing to produce good content. And I love how we're able to deliver that on our platform. More conversations ahead. Of course, we're going to have another fire conversation this Friday with a content marketer that matters. Check our Twitter handle. We will preview that in advance. If you have not signed up for the platform already, go to thejuicehq.com. It is free to become a member and enjoy your frictionless content experience today. Everyone have a great week. Make it happen and talk to you soon.